0: to another episode of Access-Ability. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play? Back in September of 2018, Microsoft released the Xbox Adaptive Controller, A modular controller base designed for disabled gamers, it featured a bunch of 3.5mm audio ports and USB ports, designed so that disabled players could customise their gaming experience by connecting buttons, switches, or joysticks to be used instead of a regular controller. Considering how much the Xbox Adaptive Controller opened up gaming and made it more accessible to disabled gamers with physical accessibility needs, it was really exciting when, in late 2020, gaming peripheral manufacturer Hori announced that they would be entering the accessibility controller space, making the Hori Flex, an accessibility controller designed for use on the Nintendo Switch. So today, on Access-Ability, we're going to talk about the Hori Flex, the first officially released accessibility controller for the Nintendo Switch. We're going to talk about what the controller does right, what it does wrong, and how it stacks up when compared to Microsoft's offering the space, and the possibility of just using that on the Switch. Let's start with the physical device itself. The Hori Flex is a much smaller modular controller base than the Xbox Adaptive Controller, featuring a larger variety of face buttons of smaller sizes. Where the Xbox Adaptive Controller primarily features a very large A and B buttons, as well as a D-pad and system navigation buttons. The HoriFlex instead features A, B, X, Y, L and R buttons, alongside D-pad directions on its much smaller face. The controller base's smaller size, combined with the presence of a common thread size camera mount on the back, do allow for pretty easy mounting of the controller in player reach, but that size reduction does come with obvious drawbacks. While the addition of extra buttons on the face does allow for more of the system functions to be accessed from the controller base each of those individual buttons is much smaller, which may make them less accessible to some users. One benefit the Hori Flex has over the Xbox Adaptive Controller in terms of buttons on the face of the device, is the presence of a button to hop easily between different setup profiles. Basically, rather than having to go into the Switch system settings if you need a different controller layout for a specific game, that should theoretically just be a single button press away once you've set it up. In terms of inputs, the Horiflex features the same types of input methods as the Xbox Adaptive Controller, primarily 3.5mm ports for most buttons and switches, as well as USB inputs for joysticks to emulate analogue inputs. In theory, this means that you should be able to move your existing peripherals between the two controllers, and most peripherals do move over smoothly, uh, particularly buttons and switches, but currently the Horiflex's support for USB joysticks and flight pads is limited. You're going to have a lot more luck getting it to recognize a hoary USB device as an analog stick than you are your existing sticks for the Xbox Adaptive Controller, which is a real shame and something I hope gets updated in the future. If you connect the Flex up to a PC, as well as being able to customize PC and Switch profile presets, you can also tweak joystick sensitivity and dead zone sizes which should at least allow for fine tuning your joystick once you've found a stick that works well with the controller. You can also tweak settings such as if multiple hits of a button in quick succession should be registered as a single hit or multiple, to help players with motor control issues evolve incorrect inputs. When compared directly to the Xbox Adaptive Controller, the Hori Flex features basically identical button and stick support options as Microsoft's accessibility controller, which is a bit of an issue. While the ability to emulate analogue sticks, d-pad, and face buttons on an Xbox Adaptive Controller allows you to play all games on an Xbox system, and engage with all of their functions, the HORI Adaptive Controller doesn't feature any options for engaging with motion controls in games. I acknowledge that this is likely not out of oversight, but a fundamental challenge making the Switch library of games accessible to disabled gamers. Some games on the Switch feature mandatory motion controls, and HORI likely doesn't have the ability to emulate those easily with a wired accessibility controller. Still, it's important to note that some Switch games cannot be mapped to this controller in a way that will make them playable. We would likely need either a fundamental shift from Nintendo in the way they develop and certify games for a release, or an official Nintendo development standard for mapping motions to buttons, before we could see all Switch games playable with something like the Horiflex. Additionally, the Switch lacks support for an equivalent to Xbox's co-pilot mode, where players can use two different controllers registered by their Xbox as a single controller. On Xbox, players can use an adaptive controller in conjunction with a regular Xbox controller to play games, but no such options exist on Switch. This is a real shame, as the Switch's Joy-Con controllers are specifically designed to be held single handed, which could have made using one in conjunction with the Hori Flex a very viable way of creating accessible setups. Right now, some of the biggest hurdles to accessing the Hori Flex are location and price. The Flex is only available to purchase right now in Japan, with no international import retailers seemingly interested in making it easily accessible. Additionally, the controller is prohibitively expensive by comparison to the Xbox Adaptive Controller, retailing at an estimated £180 compared to the £75 of the Xbox Adaptive Controller. While the Hori Flex does have a few nice features like the ability to impact your dead zones and sensitivity on your joysticks, I'm really hard pressed to recommend it over something like the Xbox Adaptive Controller. If you're a very specific user where the size and weight of your Adaptive Controller base is important, then maybe this will be the right fit for you, but for most users, I really struggle to recommend this when it struggles so much with USB device support and it's so expensive compared to its competition. Maybe the value proposition here would feel different if the Horiflex had any kind of Switch specific functionality, or felt like it was directly tackling any of the Switch's accessibility problems that the Xbox Adaptive Controller doesn't already fix. If they had, I'm just throwing out a random example here, if they'd allowed you to plug a third USB device in that was another joystick, and that joystick was specifically mapped to pointer functions, or mapped to mimicking motions, that might have been the kind of thing that would justify buying the Hori Flex specifically, it would have made it feel like a Switch specific accessibility controller, but right now, you're not getting any functionality out of this that you wouldn't get if you just bought an Xbox Adaptive Controller and either the Titan 2, or the Switch Up Game Enhancer, in order to get the Xbox Adaptive Controller just running on your Switch, because The Horiflex costs 2.5 times as much as the Xbox Adaptive Controller, and I really don't see what extra value you are getting out of that. I'm really glad that third party device manufacturers are stepping into the accessibility space, but I don't think that the Horiflex is where it needs to be. The price point does not feel justified given the lack of support for decent controllers, it's lacking features compared to the Xbox offering, it's not really trying to overcome any of the Switch specific issues, and at its price point I don't think this is the answer. I would love to see a company like Hori bring out an affordable option on consoles other than Xbox that actually solves those devices' specific accessibility needs, but Right now I think the Xbox Adaptive Controller, and an adapter to get it working on your Switch, is still the better option.